And we are not live. Welcome to the Rabbit Hole Podcast. I will be your host this Sunday morning, Wesley Myers. I would like to make a quick note. This podcast is about the two conservatives in America that were um, both ex-senators and both killed within one day of each other, I believe, or two days of each other. I tried doing this as a live cast last night, and nothing wanted to work. I was using my PlayStation as a web browser. It crashed on me a few times, then I finally started getting going, and when I recorded, my PlayStation and my phone froze up on me, and, and then... 10 minutes in, everything else started getting fucky again on the second try. So this is why I'm doing this pre-recorded and not live. Okay, so I will get off to start on this, though. Actually, first I'd like to make a note. I would like to wish a happy birthday to my brother Nick and to Judy from the dollar store. And also, I hope Josh H. had a good birthday yesterday. Apparently, he was live casting with the title, It's My B-Day. So... But enough about that. It's time to talk about Linda, Linda, Linda. Linda Colin Smith was the first one to get killed in her home. She was found wrapped up in a blanket and shot several times. A neighbor said they heard gunshots, but for some reason they did not call the authorities. Now, I'm pretty sure it's um, I'm pretty sure Arkansas is a red state, and Linda Smith is a huge gun rights activist huge gun rights supporter. She fights, she has fought to increase concealed carry inside of her state and even push it up to uh, colleges. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sure gunshots there in the middle of the night aren't much. <laughs> but what this case is, what, the, what caused her to get murdered was she was about to testify on a case that had to do with a cabal of judges in her state that were using child protective services to push kids into a system of child trafficking. What the conspiracy is, is that these judges were using illegal immigrants to kill the, pe- kill the parents of these children, and they'd all usually be from low-income areas. Then Child Protective Services would come in because there'd be no one else to take them up, and they would enter the system from there. And from there, they would be laundered into the child trafficking system and moved across state lines through the, via the illegal immigrants. Now, if you if you do look this up on YouTube, I have seen a lot of a lot of MAGA folk just talking about how she was killed because she was anti-immigration, she was pro-gun rights, and yes, of course, they bring up this investigation because this investigation stemmed from, drum roll, please, an investigation into the Hillary into the Clinton Foundation, sparked back up from the Uranium One deal, I believe, where the Clinton Foundation receives an ungodly amount of money from uh, foreign entities, you know, mostly politicians and royalty, and a few of these donations broke the cap. So, <clears throat> so you know, the Democrat, Democrats wanted to call this a witch hunt, as Trump wanted to call the Russia probe a witch hunt, but this is why I love witch hunts, because in these witch hunts, we keep finding these cabals of pedophiles, and they keep having to get brought to light or go to trial. Now, the second person that was killed, the second uh, former U.S. senator that was killed, his name was was Jonathan Nichols. And I'm not going to talk about him a lot during this episode, Um, but he worked as, he used to work as an assistant district attorney. And the cases he specialized on range from gang-related crimes and human trafficking and drug trafficking. Um, 
this is some interesting tea, though, that has to do with him. In 1995, he was in a fist fight with another, with a state prosecutor. Um, it was over a, ch- a case that had to do with child sex abuse. And the reason that Nicole's gay was because he didn't, he had a disagreement with the prosecutor about the case. The prosecutor was fired and he said it was unjust. Um, and, you know, the assistant district attorney, Jonathan Nichols, was friends, supposedly, with the current district attorney at the time, um, Ku Kenny. I believe, I believe it's how you pronounce his last name. And, but when I looked at the, uh, I looked a little bit more into it, and it turns out the uh, prosecutor that got fired was paid $57,000 a year versus Nichols' $37,000 a year. And those are both huge paychecks for 95, in my opinion. <laughs> okay, but back to the invest, back to this conspiracy, this nice, beautiful rabbit hole. The investigation was recently opened up, you know, by them investigating why the how the why the Clintons had so much foreign aid, especially because of the Uranium One deal, and it ties into a bunch of huge political donors that are foreign entities. And that ties back into these judges. And here's here's one of the judges that she was set to testify against, I believe. If not, this is a judge from Arkansas, her state, who was caught in this case. Henry Wilkins IV, former Arkansas state senator and Jefferson County judge, who pled guilty in April to conspiring to commit offenses against the United States, was scheduled for sentencing on December 7th of 2018, after already having pled guilty and that and that being delayed. And it was postponed again until January 30th. Based on a sealed motion granted by Chief U.S. District Judge Brian Miller in Little Rock, both the government and Wilkins' attorney filed a joint motion to postpone sentencing. Jeez, I wonder why. If this doesn't ring a bell to anybody that pays attention to uh, recent U.S. news... Um, my little drunk ranting first episode, I mentioned George Nader. That was actually what started that episode. And George Nader got caught by Robert Mueller with three phones that had on them, I believe, 13 counts of child pornography that he was planning to smuggle across the border between all three iPhones. Nader had previously been arrested and served time for... Um, he wanted to have sex with a minor, but the minor wouldn't let him, so he masturbated on the minor and paid him money. So yeah, he served some jail time for that, but um, between his two sentences for, one was for owning child pornography, and the other was for that, he has served, George Nader has served a combined term in prison of uh, one and a half years, I believe, not even. And during this time, he had served for the Bush senior administration, and he had served for the Bill Clinton administration. When he got caught, he was serving for the Trump administration. And all of this has to do with foreign affairs and stuff. So, you know, they, they don't seem to care that he has this nice little kitty porn fetish, as long as he can get his shit done in the Mideast. Pretty swampy. Now, this is another case that has to do with an Arkansas judge as well. Harold Moody, a special events coordinator for Polinsky County Youth Services. Oh, not a judge, I'm sorry. He has to do with youth services, of course. He was arrested on two counts of receipt of child pornography, 
three counts of distribution of child pornography and a single count of conspiring to advertise child pornography. So, sounds a lot like George Nader, doesn't it? Sounds a lot like Polinsky and his hot dog addiction, right? He also smoked meth while at his desk during regular work hours. That's not me. This is his article, Corey Diggs. I, I'm going to have to find the source for that one, though. Apparently, they probably found meth in there when they arrested him, though. He was also previously a DNC political consultant. He was a communications director for the Democratic Party of Arkansas for a year and a half, and prior to that, he was a chairman for the Pulaski Democratic Party for two years. They had his, he had his own party. The nature of the photographs and videos Moody is accused of, accused of distributing contain images of babies and young children being raped. Yeah, we're not going to go into a lot of those details, though. And that is what there is a lot of on George Nader's phone as well. It's a mixture of really beast, child, children and bestiality and little, little other weird things. Now, one of these cases, let me try to find this case. Uh, well, actually, it is time for a commercial break. And thank you to our sponsors. So right now, um, I do have that other case, but it was actually the uh, Nixium case. I, I almost thought it was related to this, so I apologize for that. Right now, I'm going to read an article, though, from CD Media. Um, I know someone who works with a few people as a source for this. Um, I can't give names, though. This article, I swear this article was bigger last night, and I swear it got redacted. I'll have to ask him, though, myself. But... CD Media is Creative Destructive Media. I'm not exactly sure a lot about them, but former Republican Arkansas State Senator Linda Colin Smith was found dead murdered in her home this week in Pocahontas, Arkansas. Believed she was closing in on a child trafficking ring working from the Arkansas state government. And that goes back to the former judges. Um, well, the judge, and then there was Moody, who worked for child services, and he had been caught with porn on his, you know, so. A, ver a verified source close to Colin Smith told CD Media that she was about to go public with incriminating information on sitting judges in Arkansas who were involved in taking children from poor women via the Department of Human Services, Child Protective Services, in Arkansas, and selling them to wealthy individuals. The source also disclosed that Colin Smith believed the perpetrators were using the illegal aliens to facilitate the crimes, which include murdering the mothers of the stolen children. In other ominous twists of the story, former Oklahoma State Senator Jonathan Nichols was found murdered. Okay. And see, they say CD Media has much more information to release, but we are in the process of verifying the information first. Please check back for further developments. And this is interesting, too, because I looked in the comments, and someone has spammed a link in the comments that has to do, it has to do with Linda Collins-Smith, and YouTube has removed it. So, I don't know what the hell's going on there. So, this cabal of pedophiles has some of the most elite people in that state. We've seen some of the most elite ties in America, and we've seen some of them have foreign ties. And I feel like someone wrapped in a sheet with several gunshots in them kind of sends a message. And personally, I wonder myself if the former senator from Oklahoma 
who was found shot in the head, actually killed himself. The police, um, the police department leaked information that the gun was in the room. However, they will not verify the information at this time, and they refuse to tell us if they are investigating anybody. And they say there is no, no, um, oh, damn. Well, they, oh, they say they're not suspecting anybody. There's no suspects. Wow, brain fart. Even though, if you look back into it, there was some, some psycho in like 2014 or 2015 who was making a lot of threats against, uh, Nicole's. And he, he believed that Nicole's put him in jail so that he wouldn't become mayor. Yet three different psych evaluators for the courts said he was clear to stand trial. So I don't know what's up with that. Because he was standing by his words in trial. It is hilarious. But that's for another day. So, I mean, it is kind of weird all the little information we have on his murder, though. But I, I have been able to find information on her. And I guess I was wrong. They aren't the illegal immigrants aren't smuggling them across the border. They are probably keeping most of the children inside of the state. And this all, you know, kind of reminds me of the another recent sex scandal, where we had this sex cult, the uh, Nixium Nexium sex cult, which was tied to a lot of also tied to a lot of Clinton donors. So I'm doing I'm trying to do some digging right now and see if we have any any brands, any type of tattoos or markings. On these children that are being recovered. Um, right now, I do. I also have a source that's looking more into this. He knew Linda Collins Smith through some of his work as an activist. Um, I can't put any more information out than that. But stay tuned for more about this. Um, I will be doing a recap on it because this was a pretty short episode. Really, I'm just trying to practice doing stuff solo. Because um, I cannot always have my co-host with me. She will be here tonight, though, and we will be talking about the Nazis escaping from Argentina, um, escaping <laughs> to Argentina, or they could have escaped to the middle of the earth. Who knows? So it's going to be a very fun episode, a very interesting episode. Probably going to get demonetized by CastBox, but oh well. <laughs> I don't think they can demonetize, actually. Or they haven't yet. I wonder if they have. But, you know, another episode we're planning is the Lizard People. We're going to talk about them from the shapeshifters to the mind readers to that one creepy guy that works for the Secret Service. And I have an interview planned with a, with a member of a gun rights sleeping giant group where they, if anyone isn't familiar with what a sleeping giants group is, is these people always try to find dirt on the other side, whether it's who's funding them, do these people actually have an agenda? Because one thing we get in the political atmosphere here in America is everybody that says they have no bias, but they clearly have a bias. And that's one of the things these guys do is when these independent groups come out and they say, you know, we want the com – <laughs> they were really pissed about quote-unquote common sense gun laws when I knew them. I mean, just the term triggers them. So that was another reason I did the uh, gun nuts and gun grabbers episodes is because I will be debating. I'm not debating, I'll be interviewing a self-proclaimed amosexual or gun nut. So that's going to be a fun interview for me and hopefully for you. And I'd like to thank you guys for listening. Please let me know how you think I do in the future.